What is up, dads? Welcome to episode three of the Busy Dads podcast. My name is Michael Broshin, and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, today's topic is something super, super important, and I need you to stay with me for the next 10 to 13 minutes. So promise me right now that I have your full attention because right now what we're going to be talking about is really going to have a huge and lifelong impact on you. And it's it's really exciting for me to share this with you. And I really hope it, it you know, prevents some of you from, um, you know, going into an eating disorder because that's what today's topic is going to be about. And I have a history of that as well. So uh, I hope that what I'm going to teach you today will prevent you from going into that same situation. So let's go ahead and get started. So recently I read an article and it was done by two psychologists. Not only are they psychologists, but they are psychology professors out in Australia. Now, what they discovered is something very scary because a lot of people have access to this app. And if the numbers from this study relates to everyone in the world using that app, then we could see a lot of people adapting eating disorders. And I, I'm, I don't want to see that. And, and I hope I'm preventing you from going that direction. So let's go ahead and enough talking about it. Let's just let, let me tell you about it. So Um, this year, once again, these two psychologists did a study and in the study, there were 122 male participants and from these 122 participants, about half of them or 56% were using my fitness pal and 40% of that 56%, they contributed my fitness pal to an eating disorder that they just had like they just had an eating disorder and they are they are saying that my fitness pal is what led them to have that and i can attest to that because that's happened to me because of my fitness pal so what did they find in that study well a lot of them had dichotomous thinking when it came to food and when it came to dieting and what that means is Basically, all or nothing uh, or black and white. So when it comes to food, that could mean bad food or good food. Um, Stay away forever uh, or go ahead and eat as much as you want. Things like that. That is dichotomous thinking. And I'm sure many of you have have gone through that. So like, for example, if you've done keto, well, (laughs) there we go. There's a, there's a diet right there. That's all about dichotomous thinking. Like when it comes down to it, keto is a dichotomous thinking diet. Like foods are labeled as good and bad, and that is not healthy. (laughs) So that's the same with a lot of these diets that are, that are out here recently. It is all it forces you to become a dichotomous thinker with food. So um, I, I hope that kind of like opened up your, your like just blew your brain a little bit because it's, uh, it's a scary thing. It's very, very, very bad and it leads to eating disorders. So anyway, not only did it lead to dichotomous thinking, but it also led to behavioral changes with 
these men. That includes binge eating and dietary restraint. So these are all eating disorders, uh, or at least symptoms to eating disorders. And it is all, I mean, most of it is, we can, we can blame apps like MyFitnessPal for this and all these mainstream diets. There's a lot to blame for this, but MyFitnessPal is a huge, huge factor to that. So um, let's go back to dichotomous thinking and talk about that for a while. And uh, I'm going to tell you a bit about me when it came to that. So as, as you all know, I used to do keto and keto stressed me out like crazy. Oh my God. Like if you want to talk about someone you didn't want to be around when it came to food or in general, but we'll talk about food right now, that was me. Uh, and I used to be the type of person that forced my beliefs on people when it came to food. Like if you weren't doing keto and you're trying to lose weight, well, you need to, you need to get on keto. If you were against keto, then you are wrong. And like there's nothing else that works out there but keto. Carbs are evil. Carbs are going to make you fat. Stay away from carbs eat all the fat you can because fat is what makes you thin. You need to stay away from carbs. So that is dichotomous thinking, putting carbs in a, in a, like in a bad or good, that's dichotomous thinking. So, um, that's like looking at someone's plate and saying that is a plate full of bad food. And let's say they had like a sandwich on there and some chips. That's just saying everything, everything on that plate is bad, 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 bad look at my plate. This is just good. And there's like no gray area. There's no middle ground of, of bad or good. It's just, it's just bad or it's good. And that is not true when it comes to your diet, when it comes to food, when it comes to losing weight, you can't be thinking that way. You can't be putting food in a bad category or in a good category. So that, that's, um, that's one thing that they discovered people using my fitness pal had a high level of dichotomous thinking. And if you want to learn more about dichotomous thinking, uh, how it relates to like everything in this world and not just food, I recommend just, you know, searching for it. Um, I learned, I'll go ahead and post some links to the show notes. Uh, but there's like this website I go to all the time. It's, it's, um, it's called, uh, pubmed.gov. The website's ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. <laughs> so, I know it's a lot of letters. I'll go ahead, and, but I'll post the link. And all the studies on here are done by doctors, psychologists, like, and it has to be peer reviewed. So it's not like a blog where you can just go up there and just like write anything you want and have it be approved, or like not not worrying about it being approved. It actually has to be uh, approved by peers. So uh, I I trust using this as a source because it's approved by um, many people. So my fitness pal can lead to eating disorders. And not only was I like that with keto, but I had a nutrition coach and she's a great coach. She trains um, people that are in like CrossFit or, you know, other types of athletes. And sometimes they should be counting macros for a short while. And they're not, you shouldn't do that for like your whole life because it is stressful. But there are some people that do that and I was starting to go that route where I would just count macros, count calories, and just stress out about it all the time. So let me give you an example. So she puts me on this macro plan, and I'm doing it, and I just, from day one, I was just stressing out 
because I have these macros that I'm supposed to follow. And if I went like, uh, let's say, I don't know, four grams over for, let's just say uh, fats or carbs, whatever, and I would stress out, like, shoot, what do I do now? It's too early in the day. Like I still have to work out. What am I going to do after working out? Can I still eat after working out? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I was stressed out of my mind. So that's one example. I'm going to give you an example maybe you can all relate to. I remember going out with my friends to San Diego. And when we were out there, we had pizza. I had two slices. And for the rest of the evening, I was stressing out like, oh my gosh, him. Did I just mess up all my progress right now? What do I do? So I was I was stressing out about that for the whole night, for hours and hours. It was in the back of my mind. And I could not have fun with my friends because I was worrying about if I went over my calories, if I went over my macros. And right when I got home, the very first thing I did, it was like almost midnight. If you can't guess, I ran to the bathroom and I stepped on the scale and... I, I just had a like a like relief, like just a breath of relief, like it's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> so like I would stress out about it so much to where it would just ruin my night and the first thing I would do is go home and check the scale. And I would check the scale every single day. Come on, men. Every day that I was counting macros and counting calories, I would step on the scale to make sure I was doing a good job. And that's not that's not a healthy relationship to have with food. Like that could lead to something very very serious. That could lead to, um, let's say you you you're doing really great on your diet and you uh, quote unquote mess up one day, and instead of saying oh, that was a really good um, hamburger, you go throw up or you put on tons of trash bags and go to a sauna to try to sweat it out. Or you go to the gym and, and spend the next three hours there hoping to burn off of burn off all the food you just ate. That is not healthy. That is not a way to lose weight. Not a healthy way, at least. So that when you're finding a, a diet for you, you really need to figure out if it's going to help you more mentally than it is going to help you physically. Because in the end, that's what matters the most. And if you need someone to help you, and please, like, find yourself a nutrition coach that will get you there to your goal in a mentally healthy way. And I'm just not a sales pitch for me because if you go with me, that's awesome. If you don't, that's awesome. Just find someone that knows what they're doing, that's certified, that's that's a, a cheerleader for you, and it's not going to, like, ask you, why did you eat this, like, in a, in a very condescending and judgmental way. You need to find someone that cares about your mental health just as much as they care about your physical health. Um, and if you're looking for someone and you're a dad, then I'd love to help you out. Um, if if you're not looking or if you're not a dad and you want to find someone, you can easily find someone. Uh, if you if you need to find someone, then hit me up and I'll I'll help you find people and I'll give you some recommendations. But you need to find someone once again that cares about your mental health just as much as they care about your physical health. Because weight loss starts, as my business coach says, it starts in the mind, not in the kitchen. Like I say, you might hear it all the time, like weight loss starts in the kitchen. It doesn't start in the kitchen. It starts in your mind. You got to get your mind right. You got to get your mind healthy. And then from there, you can work out a plan to help you lose weight. 
but please just make sure it's with with someone that really cares about you as a human being and not just someone to leave you like someone to leave them a good testimonial with some great results all right so thank you so much for listening i i really hope that you took something away from this today um i know that i did even even as as eh, even as i was talking i was like oh shoot <laughs> wow that was just a really cool moment that i just had so anyway thank you so much for listening to me today thank you for joining me i uh, can't wait to have you join me tomorrow uh, i hope you all have a great day and god bless <laughs>